Hello, London. I want to welcome everybody to the MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young. Pleased to be joining you wherever you may be tuning in from. Uh, we do the show every Saturday morning, of course. We talk all things fitness, uh, nutrition, healthy lifestyle, healthy living. And uh, today on the program, I actually have joining me for an, another episode, Eliza Geronimo. Uh, Eliza, it's great to have you on the show. Thank you for, for being willing to come back again. Hi, Ron. Thank you for having me again. This is first time went so great, so I figured I'd, I'd be back for seconds. I think there were rave reviews on the first show, you know, <laughs> that we probably spun it a couple times. But, uh, no, it's great to have you here. And, uh, obviously, uh, being a fitness professional at MedPoint, it's cool to always have a, a bit of extra insight, a bit of extra, um, you know, knowledge to kind of bounce some of these ideas off of because it's nobody wants to listen to me drone on and on for 20 minutes, right? <laughs> no, that's not true. Yeah. Give yourself some credit. Well, tell my wife that, okay? <laughs> I try. Um, anyways, uh, we wanted to uh, kick off the show. We should talk a little bit about what's been happening at MedPoint. Um, if you haven't gone on the website yet, it's medpoint.ca. Uh, we, we've launched our wellness center. It's doing well. Obviously, we've got quite a few members, but membership is limited. So if that's something that you want, uh, you're in the Riverbend area and you want to take advantage of that, uh, you can always come in. It's a full 24-access gym membership. You just scan your FOB, you get uh, uh, entry, uh, and then you can kind of go on the cardio equipment, hit the weights. We've got cable machines. We've got everything. And you can even connect your playlist onto the uh, Sonos uh, on the speakers and, you know, whatever you're feeling. Eliza, what's your favorite go-to music selection when when you're tossing weights around? Oh, boy. It kind of depends on the day. If I'm stressed, maybe I'll, you know, listen to some rock music. But if I'm just going to have a good time and have a good workout, I'll probably put on some rap music. So we'll see. It kind of depends. I like that. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) If it's me, it's probably like I it's funny. 90s alternative music, no matter how many times I listen to it, it's like I could just listen to the songs over and over again. You know, like music just like withstands the test of time, right? Yep. I know exactly what you mean. The other day I put on like an album that I used to listen to all the time and I was like, okay, finally getting on the treadmill and had one of the best runs I've had in a while. Cool. I love it. I love it. Um, So we got the Wellness Center open and rocking here. You should come out uh, and check it out. Uh, Kent is usually uh, at the desk there. He's our fitness manager. He's a great guy. He can show you around. Uh, a couple new pieces of equipment as well. We've got the cardio coach, which we've had for a little bit, uh, for a little while now, and that gives you your VO2 max. Shows you basically how efficient you are at uh, consuming oxygen in your body, utilizing that oxygen. Um, it's a really cool piece of technology if you're a runner, if you just kind of want to know, you know, cardiovascularly how well uh, of shape in shape you are. It's a great starting point to see. I remember I went, to, I did it, and I think I was 38. I don't know if you were laughing at me, Eliza. Okay. <laughs> I forget who was. I probably have their name written in my diary. <laughs> no. Um, I was 38 uh, before all my boxing training, and after my boxing training, I, I had increased by, like, like eight points. I went up to, like, 46 or something like that. So I was like, yeah, this is great. Uh, you know, and it really just shows, okay, I've made some improvements in my life. I've made, like, I, my heart is beating better. It's sh- throwing blood around better, and I'm able to use that oxygen better not just your heart like even your blood vessels too it's like all systemic and 
I mean, uh, like, how long was your boxing training? A couple weeks? It was, like, three months. Okay, three yeah. months. So that's something, that's an adaptation that happened relatively quickly. Like, sometimes people shy away from the gym because they think, oh, it's going to take, like, six months or a yeah. year, and, like, I don't want to put in that kind of time. But you can start seeing small res- small results very quickly, especially when it comes to your aerobic fitness. Yeah, that's a great point, actually, because I feel like a lot of people will be sedentary have poor eating habits for years and years and years. And then it's like, okay, now I'm ready. But it's like, you know what? Even if you just started to cater some healthy habits through the week, you know what? I'm going to go for two walks this week. We like long walks with my family. I'm going to, you know, aim to hit the gym once. I'm going to go out and play baseball with my friends or something like just, it, it does take small steps. And, and even at the, at the, the table, what is it? What's the saying? It's like, you can't, um, you can't, um, outwork a a, a poor diet yeah so it's really maybe substitute salads for for grains and stuff maybe substitute like if you're having a burger maybe just have it open faced right like it's those little things where that half a bun could be like an extra 100 calories and it's all carbs that maybe you're just going to sit on the couch and watch the leafs lose yep exactly and like 100 calories sounds doesn't sound like a lot but go run and run 100 calories worth, you're going to think twice about that extra slice of toast or whatever it is. Um, But, I mean, when you talk about, like, the grand scale of things, like, it really just comes down to adding more good things and slowly, slowly start removing the things that are hindering your progress. So add more veggies, go outside for one more day a week, um, I don't know, go walk your dog for an extra 10 more minutes or yeah. an extra block, like whatever it is, just add more good. And once you're comfortable with that, slowly start taking away some of the bad. Yeah. Or even like if you're, if you're having beer or whatever, like substitute one for water, yeah. maybe like lower carb beer. Or if you usually have two beers every night, maybe just try having one. Exactly. So it's like little, little changes like that, that can really go a long way. And it's like a compound effect. So you can start today, start to make your, your uh, healthy habits and, and just try and maintain them because over the summer, I know the barbecues are going to be going, okay. you know, drinks are going to be flowing, the hot sun. Uh, the other piece of technology I want to chat a little bit about on this half of the show is the Vizia. Now, Eliza, have you had the opportunity to do a Vizia scan? I have not. I am going to book mine, but from the people that I've talked to... It can tell you a lot of really cool information, some like very unique info, but Ron, you probably have a little bit more info on that. I'm going to pull up a, a photograph and you might not want to ever look at me again. <laughs> That's how bad this thing is, but I will find it here and I will, I will pull it up for you. Hold on a second. Hold on. There's a reason why I haven't gone. I'm scared to see my photograph. <laughs> here it is. Okay. Oh hold on. boy. Oh. So. So what the Vizia scan does, it takes pictures of your face all over. And then it shows you, okay, these are spots. These are wrinkles. These are texture, pores, UV spots, brown spots, red areas, and porphyrins. So you see, okay, so what it does, I should should tell everybody. (laughs) It takes pictures of your face, and then it kind of goes under the, like... Under the skin, I, like I'm not sure the technology. I know that the machine is quite impressive. It costs like a, a ton. Thank you, Alex, for getting it for us. <laughs> but um, it, it basically tells you how you what your baseline is for skin health right now. So I actually was my age in 
skin health. Like it tells you what your skin age is. It shows you a progression as you age, like what you'll look like when you're 80. Like, I don't know if you saw Emerson's. Oh no, no, I didn't see Emerson's, but he told me his skin health and I got upset. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. Cause us guys literally have to do nothing, right? That's what I said. I, he said, Oh, my skin health. I don't know. A couple years younger than what I really right. am. And I said, let me guess. You don't have a skincare routine. No. Of course he doesn't. <laughs> well, so this is it. So it shows you how good you're doing. If you've got a lot of UV spots, a lot of brown spots, a lot of red spots, you know, we have medical grade cosmetic um, skin cleansers, moisturizers, what have you, everything under the moon here through SkinCeuticals and Environ products. Um, so we can actually make recommendations based on that. Eliza, you saw my pores clogged. I get it. I know. Uh, I showed my wife that picture. She's still married to me, thankfully. But I, from that scan, I was like, I'm going to try and clean my face better. Like, so, you know, I, <laughs> I clean my face now, like not every night, but I'll say every other night. So I'm trying to make more efforts, but it's just really eye opening to see the scan and be like, Oh, this is crazy. That's my face. Yeah. That's my skin. I need to do a better job here. Yeah, definitely. And especially if you're someone who works out a lot or is outside and sweating, like that's really going to aggravate and clog those pores. So if you find that like that's you try to wash your face at least once a day, if not twice a day, that way you can kind of un unclog, but also moisturize, like depending on your cleanser, um, you might be taking away like essential hydration to your skin. Right. So obviously you look into it, do some research. Us at MedPoint, we can kind of give you some pointers and recommendations on how to go about that. But if you're sweaty, uh, you're prone to clogging your pores. Yeah, and the sun's out now. Like vitamin D is plentiful, obviously. Uh, people are going to spend a lot of time at the beach making sure that you have, you know, good SPF sunscreen. Like uh, I know we got the... Um, the Environ sunscreen, it's usually like a 50, I think, or something. There's also another 31. So there's varying degrees, but making sure that you're taking care of yourself because you only get one body. Exactly. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It's like put on sunscreen. Don't like bake yourself. Don't pay for it and think it's awesome. <laughs> like, exactly. It's much easier to prevent something like, say, skin cancer than to get rid of something like skin cancer. So that's what we want to focus on preventing like chronic diseases whether that be skin cancer or even something like diabetes cardiovascular disease yeah. like that's kind of what we're focused on here at medpoint is just like ron said you get one life we want to make sure that you're living it for as long as you can and as best as you can that's right unless you believe in reincarnation then you'll probably have another life exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um what a <laughs> look we we are here to help you uh, with whatever healthcare issues you have. If you want a full comprehensive medical, obviously come through the doors and we'll take care of you. We got a three hour, four hour and five hour medical, full diagnostics over 25 different tests, including the Vizia. It's nice. if you want one, we can get one for you. So you can book in, you can see what your face looks like. Um, but yeah, we want you taking care of your body. We've got the wellness center, which I talked about. We've got uh, other testing uh, equipment. We've got the personal training gym where Eliza, maybe they can come and work out with you, right? Yeah, that'd be great. So uh, all this stuff, go to medpoint.ca. You want to check it out. We have a full list of services. We also have specialists. Uh, we've got sports med. We've got cosmetics, dietitian, 
mental health, psychotherapy. We've got a geriatric psychiatrist. We've got NP program. Oh, my gosh. Like, too many to name. <laughs> too many to name. If Yeah. Let's just – look, we got to go to quick commercial break. But when we come back, Eliza, we saw this article about a peanut patch, which seemed very interesting. And will it be helpful for kids overcoming uh, some peanut allergies or sensitivity? Well, we'll find out more after this break. You're listening to the MedPoint Health Half Hour, 980 CFPL Radio. All right, welcome back to the program Saturday mornings here on 980 CFPL Radio, MedPoint Health Half Hour. Your host, Ron Young, here, joined today uh, once again by Eliza Geronimo. Eliza, one of our premium fitness trainers here at MedPoint. She's lovely. If you've had the opportunity to work with her, you are probably sore and achy right now because you kicked your butt. Eliza, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Ron. Thank you. Thanks for that intro. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Um, So Eliza's joined me again on the show, fitness professional at MedPoint Healthcare Center. If you come down to the gym, you'd probably see her, and you can also sign up for uh, personal training sessions with her. Heck, you could sign up for personal training sessions with me if I got the availability, but... uh, you know, I, I can say that one of our training uh, techniques is probably better than the other, and I will say that you coming more closely out of uh, the educational, the academic field, <laughs> you probably have more knowledge than I do, or at least recent knowledge. So you probably want to opt to go with Eliza. Um, look, we were talking a little bit about this. We saw this article pop up, Eliza. We were chatting a bit about it in the office, and it's just this this whole idea of a peanut patch. And this, uh, it's the Via Skin Peanut Patch. Uh, they did a randomized double-blind trial, uh, 362 different toddlers, um, 244 of which had this patch put onto them, uh, and the rest obviously being a placebo group. The patch actually has 250 micrograms of peanut protein in it, which is equivalent to about one one thousandth of one peanut. So they were told to wear the patches for a year. After 12 months, they they actually found pretty promising results that uh, less were allergic. Um, Over the course of the study, dangerous allergic reaction, uh, known as obviously anaphylaxis, uh, was reported in 7.8% 7.8% of the recipients and 3.4% of the children who got placebo. Only four of the reactions were deemed to be related to the treatment, but eight participants dropped out of the trial because they didn't want to keep going. Now, those are some of the negatives to the study. An estimated 2.5% of U.S. children may have peanut allergies, and only about 20% of them will outgrow. Now, 2.5%, you're saying that's not a very big number, but I know the United States, and I know that there's a heck of a lot of people in the United States. I forget the population of it. We can look it up. But, Eliza, initial thoughts on starting somebody out on a patch like this, if, if the worry is, you know, I, I don't want my kid to be allergic or, I, you know, I want them to kind of have some sort of starting point. I don't want to just feed them a little bit of peanut butter on a spoon. This is a very, very small doses uh, coming through them. And would kids even wear a patch, like, for that long, right, without picking at it and stuff? <laughs> I think, actually, Ron, you bring up a good point. Kids and patches, you might just have to put it on somewhere that they don't have easy access to but i like the science behind this right like they are these researchers are slowly giving these kids a little bit a little bit of peanut protein so that they can build up a tolerance to it and i mean it comes from 
Like that's the same principle we use for exercise, right? Like you go to the gym, you stress out your heart muscle, and then you rest, you recover, and it comes back stronger. So right. same thing. You eat a little bit of peanut, your body is going to internalize it, potentially have a small negative reaction. Yeah. But in the end, that's what's going to make you stronger and able to actually be able to hopefully one day eat peanuts. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And just looking at a um, uh, the U.S. population, it, it was 331 million. So 2.5% of that, uh, a lot of people. Yeah. Let's just say that. I won't do the math. I won't bore everybody pulling up a calculator and stuff like that. But yeah, like I, I don't know. Having four kids myself, I was kind of like, it was always just that kind of thing where, you know what, we'll try like a little bit like in you know, in a food or something like that, like, and, and just see what the reaction is. Because, you know, what, if you stay away from it, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're eight, nine grabbing snacks from the cupboard themselves, or their friends give them something at school, and then you don't know, mm-hmm. that's almost more frightening, right? Exactly, exactly. And I mean, like, even growing up in school, there was always like one, one or two kids in my class who had, um, and allergic reaction to peanuts so i mean schools have been trying to kind of stay away from it but at the same time it's tough like there are so many kids in school you can't monitor what everyone's bringing yeah no absolutely and uh, doing this is kind of like just really interesting but um you know making sure that they're getting it at that at that age can be very important because like i said if if 20 percent eventually outgrow them maybe we can shrink that number maybe Maybe we can kind of work to to get like you know of that two point five percent of the population twenty percent will eventually outgrow it. Maybe we can get that bump that up to like you know even thirty forty percent then that's less risk that's obviously less people experiencing uh reactions, but it's kind of a cool uh approach to it uh, you know um but the other thing was uh that we saw an article saying that the f d a approved uh the first drug to treat peanut allergies so whether we're kind of doing that first stage of defense, putting a patch or whatever. Now, I don't know if I would put a patch on my kid. I just don't know if I'd put a patch on, <laughs> on my kid. <laughs> and, like, well, the the outside question to this, Eliza, is really, like, there was 362 toddlers. That's 362 willing families <laughs> saying, yeah, put my kid, uh, test them, you know. Yeah. Like, it's obviously for the betterment of society, and they were very closely monitored and, and likely all had EpiPens and whatnot. Yeah. But still, like, I don't know if I'd do that. Would you do that if you had kids? Um, I think that would be a risk I'd be willing to take. Like, growing up, my brother had, um, he was lactose intolerant. And even then, like, it made it a lot more complicated for my mom to make dinners, pack us lunches, um, and daycare for us to give us snacks and stuff. So if I can avoid my kid having a peanut allergy, that's one less thing for me to think about. One less thing threatening my child's life. Just, yeah. And then they wear a pair, they wear a patch for a couple weeks. Seems like a fair trade-off. Yeah, not bad. Depends. Well, maybe, Eliza, you just mentioned lactose intolerant. Maybe we should create a lactose patch. Mm, that would make a lot of money, <laughs> definitely. They're, pro- they're probably already all, all over it, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have lactase pills. Like, yeah, yeah okay, <laughs> just yeah, take one. <laughs> Darn, I was on the cusp of millions, Eliza, and you crushed it. So oh, man, so... No, this was this was definitely a good study. Um, you know, obviously, I like to, when I see studies like this. I like to see a larger sample size. Uh, you know, make sure that it's really well, well. Um, but, but 
well ridiculed, I should mm-hmm. say, because like at the at the cusp of every kind of scientific experiment, you always want it to to pass a, a, a rigorous audit if if like anybody ever questioned it, right? And that's just science. But um, yeah, interesting study. Uh, that one was on, on the internet. You can always check that out. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, Eliza, we we gotta call a wrap to this show. I understand. I was having fun, though. (laughs) All good things must come to an end. (laughs) Yeah. Well, thank you guys, everyone, for joining us. It was awesome to chat with you. Uh, We talked about lots of different things, and hopefully we motivated you to come visit MedPoint. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if anybody needs to get a hold of me and Eliza, we are going to be in the lab developing a lactose intolerance patch so that's where you'll find us now if you have a question about any of the things that you uh heard on the show today you can always email myself it's ron at medpoint.ca r-o-n at medpoint.ca you can heck you can email eliza she'd love to hear from you uh it's e-l-i-z-a or z-a z-a at medpoint.ca i guess it depends if you're canadian or not um eliza at medpoint.ca she's great she can uh, answer any questions if you may have them and uh yeah we just encourage everybody to get out there this weekend be active the sun is here uh and uh, enjoy it you've been listening to the medpoint health half hour on 980 cfpl radio